Coming up on this episode of Don't Panic, we begin by discussing our favorite podcasts of the moment and why you should keep your face away from a lawnmower. Then we get into this week's tech news, including all of Google's new hardware and the end of AOL Instant Messenger. Stick around. It's all coming up on a new episode right now. This is Don't Panic, episode number 178, recorded October 9th, 2017. Ready, aim, fired. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of Don't Panic, the technology podcast on Gadgets, the Internet, and you. I'm Sean Jennings. They're Colby Rabindu and Dan Miller, uh, and we're here to talk uh, about the tech news, but also some other random shit we're going to talk about for the next 20 or so minutes. So, uh, guys, what's uh, what's going on? What's the uh, What's the good word out there? What's going down in Don't uh, Panic Town? Today was a holiday that I didn't have off. Um, uh, Indigenous Peoples Day. <laughs> Yep. I was I was 10 minutes late to work because I got stuck on the other side of some sort of like 5K or something. I didn't, didn't know that was happening. I was like I was like it up uh, like getting dressed in the morning. I was looking out the window and like the cops were setting up barricades on the on the road outside. I was like, what is happening? Uh, it turns out there was a, a some sort of foot race. Uh, so so I uh, cheered them on a little as I walked to work. <laughs> Finally, I found him. Eventually, it like petered off enough that I could cross the street. I, I like to imagine again in my active imagination. I like to imagine Colby like comes across this 5K, but it's like on his way to work, and so he kind of just walks alongside and then accidentally wins the 5K walking to work. <laughs> you know, I'll be like they're like handing him a trophy. He's like, "What are you doing? I'm just going to work." And they're like, "No, dude, you just won a 5K." They're like, "Wow, okay, cool." And you just show up to work with your trophy. <laughs> Only in Colby's land. It's the dream. Um, I don't think I could ever accidentally or on purpose win a foot race. I don't don't think that's within the, my my skills. Gotta skill believe set. in depends, yourself. Depends who you're racing against. Fair depends enough. Depends on the context. Did Did you guys see the the <laughs> the, the the quote unquote viral video going around of the 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 tortoise and the hare race? Yes, I do. <laughs> no. No, it was somewhere in Asia. I didn't get the like a, a Japan Korea type thing, and I I don't know the context at all. But they literally had two lanes set up, and they put a rabbit in one and an actual tortoise in the other. And and unsurprisingly, spoiler alert, uh, the tortoise act the, the the rabbit jumps like halfway, stops, and then the tortoise goes by and actually wins the race. Oh, I did see that. It was very, it was quite a thrill. Was it, what is was it a setup or did that really happen? You know, damn fake news. You can't trust anything on the internet anymore. Was it, was it like Pizza Rat? I choose to believe it's real. Pizza Rat. I choose to believe it's real. Do you guys listen to that head. episode of Reply All like I, I told did. you to? I didn't. I did. I did. I did start from the beginning of the Adventure Zone. That's my new thing. I'm going mm. back. Oh, I'm from, from the, the beginning. beginning. I'm very excited. Yeah, I started from the beginning of that, too. I'm going very slowly. So here's my problem is I'm listening to, like, three different podcasts from the beginning now at this point and uh and that's in between all the other podcasts that i'm listening to so and i unfortunately i don't have as many podcasting hours as colby does so it's it's slow mm -hmm. going that's fair uh i actually almost finished my podcast queue this week which was hasn't happened in ages i i I was home this weekend, so I spent a bunch of time just like chilling out, listening to podcasts on my own. Sounds great. Yeah, it I, was still like. I think my, I think my podcast listening has easily tripled to quadruple, and a giant part of that is AirPods. 
I just wear mm. them all the time everywhere. When I'm cooking and when I'm just doing stuff around the house and doing laundry and they're just, I, I, when I'm going to bed at night, I use them all the time. Oh, speaking of AirPods, uh, my headphones broke finally. My my headphone, my wired headphones that I've been ha- I've had for two years, mm-hmm. uh, and I didn't get AirPods, but I got the the Beats X ones. Yeah, that have the W one chip, uh, and I think I like them. <laughs> now, the reviews said. It's great for connecting, but the sound is just okay. And I was like, I'm not going to notice that. These are earbuds. But it turns out, I'm pretty sure I'd notice that the sound is is worse than my than my Bose earbuds were. Oh, but yeah. um, they're cool other than that. <laughs> I wouldn't have thought that that was a thing that I would pick up on. But it's like, it's like it's always not loud enough. Like, I can never hear the things I want to hear in my music. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, turning the volume up does not help, which is weird. I don't know how to describe it any, any. Well, it sounds like, yeah, it's not balanced. Like, there are probably certain frequency ranges that you can't yeah, hear as yeah. well as you're used it to is, being able to hear. It is fine for, it is totally fine for podcasts, though. Uh, right. I notice it more with music. But it's cool. They're the, So they're like, uh, they're like neck buds, which is super nerdy. So you can just hang them around your neck and they have a little magnets in the earbuds and they clip together. Um, but I was, so I got them and then I got on the tee to go to work and I was like, well, I could open these here. I was like, I probably shouldn't open them here. Like I'm not, I'm not going to try and like Bluetooth connect something while I'm on the train. But then I did it anyways and it was super (laughs) easy. Uh, yeah. So that was cool. I am, I don't have any noise canceling headphones anymore and I'm. I think I said this on the show. I don't want to buy another pair of headphones that doesn't have the W1 chip. Yep. Uh, but the Beats uh, noise-canceling headphones that are going to have the W1 chip aren't out yet, A, which is kind of a bummer, uh, and B, might sound terrible. But I, mm-hmm. I suffer the same problem, Colby, where I'm like, well, it might be worth it. Sheer it convenience. Does terrible. Yeah. It is it is like pretty game change. Like as a person who wears a messenger bag many days to go to work, uh not having a headphone cord to mm-hmm. like undo to take off the bag is is pretty pretty I was telling someone this recently, like the, the biggest thing in New York is I don't get caught on people's backpacks when I'm packed into a subway. Mm. That yeah. that would happen like once every three months mm-hmm. before. You're getting out of the subway, people have these like crazy army backpacks and your your stupid thing gets caught on it and he yanks it out of your ears and then the door closes on your on the, the cords of your headphones and it's just it's not a good time. Not yeah. possible. That used that's, to happen that's... to me all the time, uh mowing the lawn is it would always get mm. caught in the mower mm. or in bushes or in other... In the mower? mower? In, no, well, no, no, you know they have, like, the safety handle when it's a push got mower? stuck into the mower. Yeah, shouldn't have put my <laughs> head so close to the blade. What was I thinking? Yeah, sure, take a look just so up much. under there. Make sure it's still spinning. Um, yeah, no, really, they saved my life. Thank you, AirPods. Uh, good news. That could be our safety tip next week. Safe, safety tip, yes. Hey, everyone, I'd like to open this meeting with a with a safety contact. 
Um, don't wear wired headphones when looking under a spinning rotor blade <laughs> of a lawnmower because they're going to get tangled. A helicopter, lawnmower. Really, any uh, spinning blade. Food disposal unit, yeah. A, a sharp a fan, desk fan. Either way, whatever. Just don't, <laughs> no wires. They're going to get tangled. You're going to hurt sharp. yourself. The, the cords of your hoodies, whatever. It doesn't you know, matter. You know, they outlawed those shark desk fan, uh, sharp desk fans along the same time they outlawed the... Uh, uh, the metal the, lawn darts? The, darts the, the, lawn, the lawn darts. Those are awesome. Metal. Have you ever played with the illegal metal lawn darts? I don't no. think so. Oh, they're, uh, I, I won't say who has a set. I don't want them to get arrested. But uh, oh. I know someone who has a set. And, oh, man, they're way better than the plastic ones. And it is a fun yard game. But I can also see mm -hmm. how many people would get impaled. I, they are I hope sharp you, and heavy. I hope that when the FBI comes for Sean <laughs> to, like, interrogate him uh, <laughs> to find out who has lawn darts, it'll be while we're live on Dope Panic. Just the window they're, behind they're me. one of our 11 new listeners this week. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, the FBI is always. No, yeah, you, are, are those IPs from Quantico? Yes, well, we'll have to we'll have to backtrack those, and uh, yeah, that's all right. They they can come come and get me, come and get me, bring it on. Um, speaking of that, uh, of our of our listeners, I want to remind everyone we're live on Facebook right now, facebook.com slash Don't Panic Show, where we are Monday nights, sometime after ten p.m. Uh, but we have a new feature, guys. Whoa! What? I know this is very exciting. You? In our ongoing commitment to increasing customer satisfaction here on the Don't Panic Show, uh, we have a new feature where people who comment on Facebook Live during the show will see their comments on screen oh, on the video, shit, not only dog. live but also on the on the permanent recorded version. So, oh, uh, that's cool. Right. So let me. I've got to bring a little twist to this this outfit here. Absolutely, it's it was a new feature uh, thanks to the folks at XSplit, uh, which is the software that we use to put the show together. Uh, they added that little upgrade, so we're gonna try it out. So go ahead and comment, and then we'll see it right on the screen. It'll be very exciting. Now, of course, not that I say that like in a comment, but <laughs> I was gonna say, is this like that that Twitter? thing marist had where like <laughs> people, people used it for no good no this is <laughs> i i trust our fans and i don't have to show it so be warned i, I will don't be know anyone who did that to the marist website we are not uh no we're professional friends we with or you know associated in communication with, with any of those know, people God. at the time we or sensed. go red foxes we wouldn't we wouldn't we wouldn't dare do that we're good people. Wouldn't dare besmirch the good name. No, they Marist. they do that just fine on their own. They don't need our help. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, uh, <laughs> we should continue on. Any other any other side chatter, uh, gentlemen? Before we hop into the news, side chatter. Nope. I don't think so. Nope. We got definitive. Nope. All right. Well, we're gonna do the uh, the part of the show where we talk about the week's tech news. We've got a bunch of headlines here in our doc from the past week. Um, we got a lot of stuff, guys. We got new hardware from Google. We've got uh, Netflix price changes, the end of AIM, uh, Windows Phone being dead, Edge browser on iOS and Android. I don't know what's 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 tickling your fancy here. Let's talk about that new Google hardware. Oh damn! Get excited because uh, Google announced a bunch of new stuff at an event this week. I was actually mildly excited. Oh boy, well let's turn that mild excitement into moderate excitement with some Pixel news. We've got yeah. the Pixel 2 and Pixel 2 XL. These are their flagship phones. 
Um, some quick stats on those. Use the Qualcomm Snapdragon 835, which is the fastest they make. Four gigabytes of RAM, uh, so they're going to be pretty quick. 12.2 megapixel rear cameras with autofocus with laser and dual pixel phase detection, which are real things. Uh, an optical and electronic image stabilization. I saw it. Autofocus t- with laser? With It just says with laser. Maybe. Set phasers to cool. stun? Yeah, and dual pixel phase detection. I, they're making this shit up. Um, I did see a tweet from uh, one of the organizations that like rates phone cameras, uh, and they said they believe that this is the best camera. Not only they'll see this year, but they think through all of next year, this will be the best camera they see. So their early indications are very positive. Uh, both phones use USB-C, but don't offer wireless charging. No headphone jack, but they do have Bluetooth 5.0. Obviously, the Pixel 2 XL is larger. It's got a bigger battery and a 6-inch screen, OLED. Uh, Pixel 2 has a 5-inch screen with OLED as well. Um, they come in three colors, as Google describes them. Kind of blue, just black, or clearly white. Uh, the phones can be pre-ordered Whoa, today. okay. Of, yeah, I know. Yeah, What are they going to do? You know? Um, starting at Call six forty-nine, black and white. No, That's they got to be cutesy about. Well, you, you know, yeah. Apple's got their space gray and their rose okay. gold. Things that work for Apple don't work for everyone else. No, that's true. Yeah, I mean, it's not terribly clear. Kind of blue. Kind, yeah, kind. <laughs> well, that only it's works blue, if it's Dan. a Miles Davis reference. It's not blue. It's kind of blue. If, it, if it's a Miles Davis reference, then I, I'll give it to him, but I very much doubt that it is. So Nope. It could be. It could be, but the other one isn't a music reference, right? Uh, clear, what was Clearly it, what was it? white. Clearly white. Just what black. The, just black. The black album, see, that there were some opportunities there uh, they didn't take. They blew it. Alas. Um, <laughs> Get it? They blew it. So there you go. Uh, that's 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 what that's what I got Jeez. on the pixels. I got I got nothing more. Uh, you don't, you didn't talk about the ear the the AirPods for Google. Oh, we can we can contact more hardware. Pixel buds. Hey guys, it's your Pixel buds. Hey. Hey. You remember that friend? Your Pixel bud. Your pix- you, Will you be my Pixel bud? Pixel buds for life. Um, they are, uh, wireless headphones, uh, that are, they're really just earbuds, but they got a little cable connected them. Uh, they'll cost you one fifty nine. They come in three colors, black, white, and blue. Uh, see, there you go. No, they didn't go there. Um, let's see. Uh, they got some cool features. They got gesture controls. So you can swipe or touch to do stuff. Um, touching the right earbud will activate the built-in Google assistant. Um, they should last for five hours on a single charge. They have a matching charging case that can power them multiple times with the built-in battery um, and should provide up to 24 hours of listening time when you include what's in the case, charging through the USB-C port. Um, also, any phone running Android Marshmallow or higher can pair them um, just by opening the case, very similar to how AirPods work with a feature they call Fast Pair. Um, as Dan mentioned, they do have some cool features. They will be able to activate Google Translate to get real-time translations of conversations. Uh, you talk into the earbuds, or uh, and the phone speakers will translate into a desired language or vice versa. It works with 40 languages. That's pretty, yeah, that's pretty cool. That's If you couldn't guess, that's what I was excited about. Although, I will say, and I know this isn't true and this is a joke, but uh, it says people can talk into the earbuds. I kind of like to imagine, like, you have to get right up to their ear and be like, <laughs> yo soy es muy guapo. <laughs> I don't know what that was, but... Um, My name is very handsome. 
Okay. True. No, I guess that's, I am very handsome. Mm. So. Thank that's you, Dan. Uh, that's a very nice compliment. That's, that's like sort of sensible. Complimenting myself. Uh, yeah. So if this actually works, I think that's pretty cool. And I think there are a couple stories about this when the AirPods came out, like how the AirPods is Apple's for or Apple's next uh, foray into the field of wearable technology. Uh, and I didn't really know what that meant, but this makes it really obvious. Uh, imagine, like, imagine having something like this on your, uh, on your face, and it, it could have apps, and that sounds dumb, but apps like this make a lot of sense. You could, you could have it turn on to some sort of, like, ambient music mode, and put, like, Shazam in it, and it could be telling you once it detects what a song is, like, oh, this song is that. Because oftentimes I've been at some, like, show for a band I'm not familiar with, and I'm like, man, uh, they, they're clearly talking to the people in the audience who have listened to all these albums a billion times, and <laughs> I have no idea what's going on. That'd be really cool. Uh, so, yeah, I'm all on board with that. I think that's great. If it works, I would wish that it worked on iOS. Mm. And be sad about it. Sean's not so sure. Uh, I, I like the theory. I think this particular implementation is a little... I don't want to say gimmicky because I haven't seen it actually work in reality, but... Uh, you know, you, you're still... You, I don't see how this is that much different from you just pulling out your phone and doing it now, which you can do with Google stuff on Android devices. And I, I, I get that it's... Yeah. But you still have to pull out your phone thing. to translate it. What do you mean you still have to pull out your phone to According translate to it? According to this article, people can talk into the earbuds and the phone speaker will translate into the desired language or vice versa. Oh, it can't... It can't oh. just tell you things in your ear that people are saying. Not according to this article. I'll I'll oh. Google some more, but I thought that's what it did. I'm disappointed. Yeah, I mean, yeah. still, I think that this is going in that direction, and that's still exciting. They don't. I don't need to be able to use it to speak to someone else. But if I could be walking around like a foreign country and be able to ambiently hear, you know, parts of what people are saying around me in English. Uh, that'd be really dope. Or especially for like ordering in restaurants and things like that. Totally. I, I love the theory, and I, I wish devices did that. I just don't know if this is that. Yeah. Oh, well, one step closer, maybe. Yeah, we'll have to see how they do it. But um, But I'm glad, you know, it is interesting that we all kind of, not we all, many people uh, gave Apple flack for getting rid of the headphone jack, uh, but Google has gone ahead and done it with oh, their yeah. flagship phone. They, um, they blazed, blazed the trail. They did, and now it's uh, now it's a lot more common. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if here's the thing, though. Even if Google did it first, it's not like it would have been a big story, right? So, yeah. I don't know if that necessarily means anything, but I did delight in telling my Android friends, like, I remember, we probably talked about on this show, like, guarantee, sometime in the next couple of years, you know, all of the new phones being sold will not have a headphone jack, and I still think I'm right about that. It's probably true. Agreed. Agreed on that. Um, let's see what else they had. They, they had some other stuff. How about, uh, how about Google Clips? You guys excited about Google Clips? Uh, 
It's Colby's, Colby, Colby's <laughs> like, Amazon no. has a camera in your personal space. We want to have a camera in your personal space, too. Okay, yeah. I, have, I have things to say, but explain what this is. Uh, I'll do my best. Google Clips is a camera that you strap to yourself and you wear it all over the place, or at least that's the idea. But um, it doesn't just shoot photos of everything you do. It uses AI and machine learning to recognize moments to take the best photos. They look for things like people's faces or animals or certain scenes. Um, let me uh, let me see if I can get a better. Uh, you turn it on by twisting the lens, then you set it down and forget about it. The clips then watches everything it sees in a 130 degree field of view and records little seven second moving images of stuff it finds interesting. It learns faces over time and tries to take more photos of those people and fewer photos of strangers. It can also recognize pets. It does not have a viewfinder. Um, uh, and it's recommended that uh, you can you can clip it or stick it to stuff with a little suction cup. Um, and then later you can open an app on your phone and scroll through the little videos it recorded. Um, although there's no microphone, so there's no audio with those. Um, and then you can either save or delete them from the app. Hmm. There is a shutter button on the front, uh, so you can, you know, it, you don't always have to use it in an automatic function. Do you remember the name of the startup that made this exact product? And it took, like, pictures throughout the day, and then it would generate these little, you know, montages? No, but I do know exactly I what I do camera. remember that. I do totally remember little that. little square camera thing that you wore on yeah, your like, list or something. Yep, 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 yep. And it got blasted. Everyone hated it. Rightly so, I think. Like, no one wants to be seen wearing this. The technology has to be invisible. But AirPods makes it invisible. Like, these smartwatches make it invisible. All the glasses and this stuff. That's why there, there will never be... I don't want to say never. It's so there. When Apple puts a camera on the Apple Watch, is so far in the future. Because under what circumstances is it not going to look glaringly obvious and stupid when you don't need a lens to take a photo, or the lens is the screen? Like that's the only circumstance. So I think it's so far away, and I think the fact that you wear this thing and it just looks like you have a giant eye on your on you or if you're hanging it off of like you can also attach this to other things though right yeah like it comes they have like videos of it clipped on to like oh totally an ab crib or something mm -hmm. that's that makes more sense uh but and but like a baby crib i think is a specific example but then why why not get a gopro uh right so yeah, I because it does it. It doesn't record indefinitely. It only records, and it doesn't recognize the people that are in your life and start to take pictures of only them. But like, uh, yeah, this is like another one of those in my mind. Google, it's like weird worldview, and I think Amazon suffers from this a little bit, but less. Where, yeah, people totally want to just have a computer in their house taking random pictures of people who are in their house or people who are around them. It's like, even if I did want that, I know that no one else wants that. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, so I'm not going to get it. And I don't want it. They're, they're trying to solve a problem nobody has. That, that That's what it is, point blank. I mean, uh, look, we all have really... Well, I think that... Here's something I do find. I do find throughout my life that 
there there are times when I'm like, man, I wish I had a photo or a video of that, but I just couldn't. My phone was in my pocket, or I didn't have my phone, or it was in the other room. And that that I understand, but I don't think the solution is to have something that's always taking and storing photos. I think the solution is to have something that's always taking photos, and then you get to decide, hey, that thing that happened, I'm, I, I want to rewind the past hour and find what I saw. Like, that I'm all in on. But I don't want those things, like, zipping up so that we're all getting recorded by everyone's eye cameras or whatever we're going to call but, those things. You know, oh, God, we're going to get a bit philosophical here for a second. But, you know, Dan, yeah. maybe the solution is that it's just okay that there's some moments of our lives that aren't recorded. I think, no, I think that is okay. But wouldn't you like to close the gap? I don't no. think it should be 100% closed. No, I, I like that there's a gap. Maybe I'm just old fat. You know, I've been, you'll see in my pick this week, I've been rewatching Mad Men. Um, and mm. it kind of makes me a bit nostalgic for an era I'm not from. But I will say that, you know, I just think <laughs> that, that is sort of the design of those shows. I, I really mm. think the technology exists today to, to capture 85% of life's moments. I mean, really, we're, we're, you get a GoPro, you can shoot anything. Your phone's got a cam, everything's got cameras in it these days. You know, we, we freaking have, 200 zillion hours of this show. I mean, we, we you know, we record everything <laughs> in life that I just don't know who who wants a device that records everything even if you're right Dan, even if it is, I just want to hit I just want instant replay on my life and don't keep any of it. I just want instant replay for the last 12 hours in case something happens I want to save. Even that it's like I don't I just I don't know if there's a market for that. I think there's totally a market for it. I agree with you that it's something that is not necessarily good. Look at look at Snapchat. I've finally been getting back into Snapchat. Oh boy! Uh, I guess I've finally been the world getting into is thanking oh you. Oh boy! Um, and God, there's so people take so many pictures. I remember when Twitter came out and people were lamenting, like, "Oh, he's tweeting about what he had for breakfast today," <laughs> and oh, look, just took an Instagram photo of what what they had for dinner. Snapchat's a hundred times worse. It proves that trend line proves that there's a hunger for this sort of stuff. Yeah, but it's not a. It's. But I don't, I agree I don't like it. Good. But I'm I don't like it. It's, for it. it's bad. But also, <laughs> but also, go. Snapchat is a free app on the phone you already have, and you're not spending 140 bucks to use it. How many That's people true. bought those those snap? goggles there are they still selling us actually actually, they claim they they claim you can go on amazon you can get a pair now uh i think they claim they sold like a hundred thousand of them or something uh so someone bought them but i'm just saying like be on the lookout that's a you're talking about a whole nother level of and by the way i did snapchat my dinner tonight suck it Do you send it to me? It was part of the story. See, but this is how I use Snapchat. Oh, where if it's not, if if it's that lame bullshit, I don't send it to people because I respect their time. Like, if mm. you have free time, go check out my story <laughs> and see see the great uh, shrimp and sure, yeah. zucchini risotto I made for dinner. That's a good. That's a good. Uh, that's my policy. Uh, have wow. Have either of you watched the relevant episode of Black Mirror on this topic? Revenant? No. no. Black Mirror. <laughs> In a post uh, 2017 world, I don't have I don't have space for Black Mirror. Sad, sad. <laughs> Bums me out. Just... Yeah, yeah. it's good. all I can do to watch this World War II Ken Burns documentary, and it, that's more out of morbid fascination <laughs> than 
Black Black Mirror used to make me feel like I didn't know how this documentary ended. Man, would I be stressed out? Yeah, I was gonna say Black Mirror make used to make me feel how like reading the New York Times makes me feel now. Now, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) No longer necessary. Nope. Uh, I did want to jump in before we forget. We got some Facebook comments here from our good friend, my my oh. friend and yours, Zachary Friss on Facebook. Friss, uh, who who always likes to comment on the show. He's got a couple comments. The problem is they're not really fast enough, so we're backtracking a little bit. He said uh, the Pixel Two has passive Shazam that will tell you what songs are playing. So there you go, Dan. Um, ah. It'll it'll apparently do that for you. Uh, he what mentioned. Do you mean, what do you mean by passive? Like you could open up your phone and it'll say like, Hey, that the last song five minutes ago is this. And the current song is that, that I don't Zach, you can call into the phone number and let us cool. know. I don't, I don't have, we, none <laughs> of us have Android phones, so we don't know for sure. Five Oh eight, six, four, four tech is the number. Uh, he also mentions that the phone part translates what you are saying to the person, not wearing the headphones. So that's kind of why you need the headphones aren't oh. the be all end all solution. If it's a conversation, there needs oh, to be yeah. a speaker element. So, from ex- from experience, when you're in a foreign country, you're gonna spend a lot more time listening than you are talking. Uh, so, I, if if it could do, if the headphones could just do the translation part, I don't need it to do the uh, translation in the other direction. Fair enough. If if that's what I'm gonna do, yeah, I'll take the phone out. It's gonna be it's, it's gonna be quite the process. Uh, and lastly, you mentioned, I think they killed the headphone jack because now they have some decent wireless headphones like Apple did before then. It just didn't make sense. And I think that's a very fair point. Uh, yeah, I think I think you true. don't want to do that until you have a good pair of wireless buds to go with it. And I, but I, that's one of like, that's my favorite part of Apple is, is that thing. Like, they were like, you know, it would be great is if we could get rid of the headphone jack and just use wireless headphones. But all the headphones suck. We'll just make our own wireless headphones. Mm-hmm. Same thing, hopefully, with the wireless charger, but we'll see. Well, you know what? Uh, before we move on to some more Google hardware, uh, I think Zach, who has been an A-plus fan of the show for quite some time, I think he's earned a free tote bag. What do you guys say? Uh-huh. Let's, let's give, yes. That's true. Let's give him a tote bag. I think he's a great... Uh, Zach, send us an email with your mailing address, show at gmail.com, and we'll mail you out a a, uh, a don't pay tote bag actually i have one uh, an up for debate tote bag that's going out in the mail uh to another an up for debate super fan michael johnson uh because i yeah. promised i'd send him one because <laughs> uh, he's the only one who listens to that show uh, and he's getting tote bags so we got tote bags we're giving them away so send us an email zach thanks for thanks for joining us this evening um let's see we've, we've still got more google hardware now we're into the google home part of the show uh Everyone, I hope most people are familiar with the little Google Home. It's like their Alexa pod. See, of course, I just activated mine by saying that. But um, they have two new versions. They've got the mini version, um, smaller, uh, comes in three colors. We got more color names, chalk, charcoal, and coral. Okay, that's fine. Those are actual. Are those acceptable, Dan? Yeah. Okay. Which one is coral? Uh, The red one. Pink. Pink. Is it coral pink. typically pink? I'm not. That's a good question. I would like to know the answer to that. I didn't know there was a coral color. I'm so confused. Now it Whatever. is. Uh, it's smaller. They look cool. Yeah, four inch diameter and a height of over an inch and a half. Uh, they'll cost forty nine bucks and be available October nineteenth in major retailers. Um, as far as I understand it, they do unlike some of the smaller uh, Echo devices. This does have the speaker built in. I want to double check that that's correct, though. 
I believe it does. I mean, it's not going to sound super awesome, um, but it will. Have you ever hooked up your any of your Alexi to an external speaker? Yes. Yeah, so the one I have one here at the desk, uh, and it is the dot, the smaller one, which does not have a speaker, so it's plugged into my computer speakers, um, and it works fine. Uh huh. Um, not. And that great. works great. Works yeah, it works fine. The good thing about the Google one is it will connect with Chromecast audio-enabled speakers wirelessly automatically and then you start getting whole home audio stuff and you start getting some fancier things going down be cool Uh, the home mini does not have a three and a half millimeter jack um so you cannot plug it into traditional speakers it's either the built-in speaker or a chromecast speaker on top of that they also announced the so we got the mini now we got the google home max which uh, is a full stereo speaker with two four and a half inch woofers, 20 times more powerful than the original Google Home. It comes in (laughs) black or white, costs $400, and is available in December. That's their HomePod competitor. Remember HomePods? Are we ever going to sell those? No no one talks about those anymore. That, yeah, I did. I actually did forget about that. Shit. (laughs) Supposedly. Neat. Well, yep. get, you can get your Google Home Max instead. They'll, they'll be available in December. Um, so get excited for that. I would actually really... That's the one thing that super bums me out about my Echo devices, and I know Google Home is really good about, is answering just questions about stuff, like Google search-type questions. Mm-hmm. Um, and Alexa's terrible, because you're like, you know, Alexa, what year was Albert Einstein born in? And she's like, I have no idea. And it's like, <laughs> these are not hard questions. But and I know Google Home <laughs> would do better. Um, that's that's the one thing I, that really bumps me out about the Echo stuff. Mm. Rest of it's very good. Yeah, in my experience, you don't get the same amount of integrations with Google Home. Well, that's though. the downside. Yeah, there are some. Like you can get the big ones. Uh, that you would expect the light bulbs and the automatic and stuff like that. But yep. No. Nest, obviously. You, do you know? Can you integrate Nest with Alexa, or is that a, a yeah, Google no. Home only thing? No, okay. No, they're pretty open. They're they're in with most systems. Uh, most of the most of the big guys are these days. Actually, I don't know how many are specific to one, the, one or the other. Um, I know Google's been trying to be more integrated and. Um, add some of the stuff, but Amazon always seems one step ahead. So take that for what you will. As usual. Um, let's see. We're running out of hardware here. The new Pixel Book. Have you guys ever said I would like an internet browser that costs a thousand dollars? Good news is Google's built it for you. It's a <laughs> Pixel Book. It runs. Um, it runs... Uh, From what I have seen, the Pixel Book hardware... What was it called before? Has it always been called the Pixel Book? I uh, think so. It has been for a while, I think. Okay. The, the hardware has always been really good, and the nerds will install Linux on it through this like other hack. So you, And then you have a full computer. Oh, uh, install Linux. Wow. I know. I know. He says from the Windows computer. By the way, I should have put this in the uh, pre-show banter. Uh, Windows 10 is fine. Uh, you know, pretty much there is always a way to do things the way I expected it to be able to be done. There's like the old control panel still there. I forget how you get to it, but you can get to it. Here's my the, the one thing that's really bugged me <clears throat> from desktop. If you have a window mm-hmm. and you want to make it 
bigger, but not entirely, not the whole screen. And you don't want to do the left-right thing. <clears throat> my my mind is trained to drag, get to the upper right-hand corner, get the little diagonal arrow, and sloop it to a bigger size. Yeah, that's Im- you have to have pixel perfect accuracy to do that because <laughs> the X is this rectangle right next to it that is like border to border. I it looks like it's one or two pixels. Uh, is is the the border is only that big? Honestly, actually, no. The whole the borders of these windows are so small. The tolerances are so fine it's, that it's so difficult to to click on one of these windows and change the size of it. The problem is you're going to the top of the window. Go to the bottom of the window. No, it's the same. You have it's to be. Not. Yeah, you are do. Are they that massive in Mac? I'm going to take, take a video of this. When, when I'm using my Mac at work tomorrow, I'm going to see how massive the tolerances are on, on adjusting window sizes. But it's, <clears throat> I don't, I'm doing it right now. Oh, my God. It's so easy. You are. Oh, my uh-huh. Lord. Lord. No, no, no. But you're such an old man. You, you have to agree with me on the upper right-hand corner. It's, like, impossible. Because if you if you're but one that's where pixel the X's, up, why would you of the four corners? That's the one corner that has make shit the in X it. The X target smaller, so that there's a little bit of a gap. No, just look use at look any at of on the your other back. corners. Look, there's so much space between the X and the minus and the expandy. But but the X is so tiny. How can you accidentally press the X if it's so small? Oh my god. Ex- yes. Go back. Windows doesn't want you, Dan. Thing. Go back to Mac. You're uninvited. Go home. <laughs> Go home. You're drunk. Get out of here. Have you have have you experienced the 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 now two control centers that Windows 10 has? Probably. Oh, cuz uh, cuz there's the old control center but then they also added settings which duplicate some of the settings and some are in one but not in the other. Yeah, I've seen control panel and I've seen control s- uh, Windows settings yes. but I haven't seen Yes, those yeah, are the Windows two. settings is fine. Yeah, but some things you're looking for aren't in settings. They're actually in control panel. Great. That one never made any sense to me. <clears throat> the, the new control delete upsets me. Just not, it's not what it used to be. Eh, it gets legit. It's eh. fine. It's fine. It just, oh my God. I miss it. Man, control delete, the little task manager was such a staple of my early computing education. The little, you felt so cool, the green and black little performance graphs. Oh, Although the new graphs are pretty great. If you really, do, do you go in a resource monitor? Yeah, resource monitor? Yeah, that's like the Let's aggressive see. version. No, because what you, you got to do the control alt delete. Resource monitor. Oh, no, I haven't seen this. Oh, there's my green and black. Yeah, oh, yeah, they chart the shit out of stuff. And that's where you can really break down like the individual <laughs> processes. This is, we're talking power user stuff right now as our as our viewers just run away screaming at this point. And Colby um, feels so left out. Welcome to the Windows uh, cast. I, don't know. I can look at my iStat menus like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love iStat menus. Uh Who's stat menus? Nice. Anyways, that's my one Windows complaint so far. I turned everything else off. Cortana's off. The notification center's off. Are you downloading Uh, a lot of Windows apps from the Windows App Store? I downloaded Skype as a Windows app, and that is the only one I've downloaded so far. Nice. Nice. I think they've got Solitaire, and it's free, so you should check it out. They've got Minecraft for Windows 10? They do. 
They do. Yeah, you can check that out. Play that right now. And that'll integrate with your Xbox that you don't have. Um, and you can right. share achievements. Oh, and they have movies places. on here, too. Yeah. Although not music anymore. It's not in the rundown. They shut down their music service. It is still in here. Groove, yeah. It'll eventually go away. Read the Groove music FAQ, and it has a Spotify logo on it. Yes, because yeah. they're trying to transition you over there. Um, I, I I really want us to finish uh, this Google hardware. Okay, sorry. Pixelbook starts at $1,000. It's got a bunch of RAM and storage and processor stuff. It's very nice, uh, but it does run. It's a Chromebook, so you know, be aware. That's what that is uh and google daydream they just updated their vr headset they really didn't add anything new um they they tweaked the size of it a little bit uh and it's uh actually more expensive they actually upped the price to a hundred dollars it used to be 80 um but it is compatible with the pixel 2 the galaxy s8 and note 8 and the lg v30 for virtual reality um, and I do want to mention uh, tote bag winner Zachary Friss posted in the Facebook chat uh, an article about the Google Pixel always knowing what song it is uh, and how they do that. Um, they say it detects ambient songs playing around you, then leverages the Pixels to onboard machine learning capability to compare that sound structure to a database of more than 10,000 popular tracks and figure it out. Best of all, it's stored locally, uh, so it requires zero interaction with Google servers. Uh-huh. Very cool. I, we might just sell Dan on an Android phone by the time we're done. I know. I, I'll have done a complete uh, technology 360. This is the, <laughs> the, the Android challenge, Dan. Now's the time. I took it once. Don't remember yeah. that. That thing was cool. That Motorola you had, that thing was slick. I feel like it was all the things that that, that phone did like the newest iPhone does. Or like the the iPhone seven. Well, wasn't did, like one like of the three years later. Wasn't like one of the big feature features like you picked it up and the screen turned on automatically, like yeah, which like, the iPhone does now. I know it was, and it also has the like passive. It had the passive listening stuff like way before it had like that's right. That was one of the first phones yeah, that did the that. coprocessor thing. Yeah, that was, it used for for sensor stuff and and used the regular processor for other stuff. It was cool. I think it was slick. Um, yeah. Cool. All right. Well, Thanks that does it for the uh, for the Google. We we only have time for one more story, sadly. So um, and it's got to be aim. It's got to. We're aiming straight for this story. Uh, sad <laughs> news. Sad. We always talk about things ending on this show. I feel like that's a staple of of don't <laughs> what, what old technology will cease to exist. This week, <laughs> AOL Instant Messenger. AOL announced this week that the long running Instant Messenger service will shut down once and for all on December fifteenth. Uh, Michael Albers, communications product VP, uh, said, quote, AIM tapped into new digital technologies and ignited a cultural shift, but the way in which we communicate with each other has profoundly changed. Um, AIM was one of the first most successful instant messengers, blah, blah, blah. Um, Other classic chat apps have shut down in recent years, too. MSM Messenger shut down in 2014. Yahoo Messenger shut down last year. Uh, And, uh, yeah, there you go. Yahoo Messenger. Were you were you guys big AOL Instant Messenger fans? Big big oh, aimers. For a I couple always of years thought that uh, before text messages. Yeah, I always thought that MSN messages was better, uh, but I was on AIM, and I am in retrospect All my friends a fan used AIM. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I have we talked about the profile, the AIM profile, as the first social network on this show. I don't know if we talked about it, but I think that's true. I agree. Yeah. Oh, totally. They were so far ahead of the game that a lot of people didn't even realize it until 
I think the MySpace age was behind us, and we were like, oh, actually, all that crazy stuff that was on MySpace was was already on the AMP profiles and totally customizable. And I'm pretty sure you could put HTML in them, mm-hmm. uh, or maybe it had its own like markup language. I remember cool. like changing the colors and stuff. I don't think I ever got into the <clears throat> got into the codes. Yeah, I don't know if it, I don't know if there was code. Uh, but yeah, that I'll uh, I'll be sad to see I aim go. Not that I have used it in the last couple of years, but even in in college, we were still using it at desktop. Do you remember Colby? No. Yeah, what if for? you want, if you if you wanted to talk to like the people, the IT people in the other building, we used AIM for that. Well, I I don't think I ever talked to them. Yeah, it wasn't anyways. Yeah, it wasn't very I'm, common. I'm kind of surprised it wasn't like a, a mainframe app. Well, no, because, well, because this was a grassroots effort led by people actually doing work, not a top. <laughs> I see. Uh, yeah, it wasn't an official uh, use at all. Anyways, I'll be sad to see it go, but I, I do think it's a lesson in... Uh, so there's some like real product lessons to take away here, some real business lessons. Uh, imagine if AIM had come out with MySpace, where they're like, you know, here's a new version of AIM. It's all in the browser. You can like add friends, and there are all these other like interaction modes. Like, yeah, there's still a, like instant message, and it works exactly as it did before. But now you can like leave messages on people's profiles, and like you do photos. It man, it would have been crazy. Yep, but you know, I would love to. I would love to read the Sean. I'm sure you're going to tell me this book exists. The the tell all business book on uh, early AOL. You know, there was a great. I'd have to look up the name. There was a great book I read, but it was really more focused on the AOL Time Warner merger and that sort of time in their business when they were going from like internet company to more mainstream company and all the bad stuff that happened around that. That was an interesting read. I actually would like to read a book more about the early days of AOL. I think it'd be interesting. But, you know, you do bring up a good point, Dan, that, you know, I just wonder, I mean, obviously we saw what happened with MySpace. And I wonder if AIM wasn't AOL's primary business. It wasn't even probably in their top 10 businesses. And I just wonder if it ever could even if they had put the resources behind hey we're going to build this out as a more social enterprise i just wonder if it ever could have succeeded or well, that really had to be outside of aol to really be to... well i mean that's the point is could aol have come up with oh you know these ideas for how to take it to the next level but the, there was really no concept of what we now see everywhere, like this sort of advertising back then. Whereas, you know, now if you were a company and you had a product with a bunch of users that weren't paying anything, but you got a bunch of their personal data, uh, you know exactly how to monetize that. Mm-hmm. Uh, did, now, I this might be a dumb question. Did AIM keep, like, history? Like, once you logged out, could you come back and see what you had said before? Uh, I don't know. I think you could, but it was stored locally. Oh, so it was was sort of ephemeral in a way. Interesting. I, a, I don't remember. I yeah. have a confession to make. Uh-oh. I never really used AIM. What? 
Yeah. It, for, for, what? How did you like talk to your friends in high school? Uh, in, texting. Or middle school. Texting. Maybe it's what I mean. I guess I it was like using seven, AIM like. No, I remember using AIM well in like uh, 2007. But I, for some reason, I was always because another confession, I never had a MySpace page. So I was always a little, uh, I, I was behind uh, the technology curve for a while there in my younger days. It, interesting. It wasn't, a t- I didn't get a Facebook until well into high school, um, which was, I think, even I late like, for Facebook. Did I? No, I no, 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 I no. got a Facebook pretty soon after it was available to high schools. Yeah, but that wasn't until like 2007. After, after I had started. Yeah, I think it was. After freshman year, of and high I was school. very reluctant. I was very—I did not want a Facebook page. I was really pushed into that. They're like, "Well, everyone's on it," but no, I never did. Uh, I never did the other one, so I don't—I don't really know how they worked. Because I thought I they were like stupid. I'm sure. I'm sure it was that it would keep. I'm sure it wouldn't keep any of your history because that'd be complicated. I think you're right. I think it did. I want to say it kept it locally in like just like text right. files. Yep. Yeah. Um, no, that that makes sense. But see, like they did it all wrong from the beginning. They can't like make money, make endless mo- ad money off people if they don't like record everything you say, right? Well, that's why they introduced structured profiles as the. I mean, it's all obvious in retrospect, right? Like this is a point of yeah. Exercise. Go back and tell them. But as soon as right, as soon as they had said, you know, you could make like a network. Uh, like an addressable network of people on the internet, uh, then you would you would you would get some of that data by default because of course you want to have a name field so people can search by name, and or maybe like an employer or the high school you went to or things like that. Like it's totally reasonable they could have come up with Facebook, mm-hmm. uh, and if they had, it would have really taken off. I think. Dan, I think that's a great idea. I think you should go make that. Yeah, I think I think there's Re-implement some uh, there's the some money protocol. in that idea. Like, hey everyone, check out this great new app. It works exactly like the AOL app, so it's worse than you know everything else that's out here currently. But it stores all of your conversations in plain text on your computer. How cool is that? <laughs> we just built wait, wait, an what, app. what do you mean? What's a mobile app? No, no, no. You can't get plain text access to your your conversations on a mobile app. I do remember one of the first iPod Touch apps I downloaded was the uh, AOL Instant Messenger app. AOL had some good early apps. Yeah, I was using it well. I was using it towards the end of high school, what that must have been. Hmm. Cool. Good times. So, so long, AIM. We forgot you existed. Um, All right. That is it for time. Like an elephant, Dan never forgot. Um, We have to move on because uh, we got to get to picks, the part of the show where we talk about things we recommend to people uh, that they go do those said things. And because I'm the only one I see with a pick in the sheet. So I'm going to go first (laughs) and then I'll let uh, you two get to the bottom of that one. Mine's a quick pick. Um, Mad Men. did Did you guys ever watch Mad Men? Yeah. Yeah, it's a good show. It's good stuff. Um, and what's funny uh, talking about going back in time, it's funny how I watched Mad Men the first time was I learned about it like two seasons in, 
but this was like 05 or 06, 07 right in there. There was no Netflix. There was no on-demand. There was no way to go back and rewatch the episodes. So the first, I think, two or three seasons I watched via Netflix DVD in the mail, mm. which is a hard way to watch a show because there are big gaps between when you're watching them. And then eventually I finished it on streaming. But that show is very deep and has a lot of stuff that I find hard to follow because I just don't watch it that closely. So um, I picked up a book by a TV critic I'm a big fan of. Uh, the book is Mad Men Carousel. And it's essentially a... Pa- I brought my copy. It's heavy and thick. There you go. You can look at that. Um, it's very nice, very beautiful book. And it is, cool. a, it is a collection. So, so the author is a TV critic, and he wrote recaps of every episode as they aired over the years. And so they went back and they compounded them into a big, very nicely designed book with um, nice images and timelines and footnotes and references and just like a companion book to every episode. And so now I'm going through and rewatching it and reading it. And there's like, I've watched like the first five episodes. There's already so much stuff. I'm like, oh man, I totally didn't get that. Or like, oh, that's why they said that. Or like, oh, that's, you know, there was one where it's like, oh, the the creator of the show used like his actual parents item in this scene. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. I didn't know that. Um, It's a really good book. Mad Men Carousel. Uh, if you haven't watched Mad Men, go watch it. But I also recommend getting the book and doing the reading along with it because uh, you'll learn a lot more, especially if you're rewatching it. Um, and I'm excited because another TV critic I really like is coming out with a Breaking Bad companion book in the same style. And I'll probably do that mm-hmm. next. So uh, cool. that'll be fun. Mad Men Carousel, the link will be on the website. And Mad Men, uh, all seven seasons are streaming now on Netflix. So you can check that out. Uh, all right, Colby. You got uh, you got some home box office for us to enjoy. Indeed, uh, talk of Mad Men reminded me of a show I've been watch- started watching recently called The Deuce on HBO. Um, it reminded me of Mad Men, uh, not in that it's about ad people, but uh, it is sort of like a period piece in the way that Mad Men is. I think it's it's set in like the seventies in New York City, and it's about like prostitutes and and like sort of like grimy crime people it's not like i wouldn't say it's depressing but it's not uplifting it's it's (laughs) it's serious it just is it's serious Um, got it it's just like about their lives it's like funny sometimes like funny in a serious way um, I think like lots of the characters are really interesting. It's like four episodes in. There's also famous people in it like Jay, uh, no, Maggie Gyllenhaal is in it and uh, James Franco is in it. Uh, and I feel like they're both pretty good. I don't think I'm a very discerning TV watcher. I, don't, I feel like I can't tell you who is a good actor or not, but it seems like they're doing a good job to me. So your interest in that sort of thing check it out cool the deuce now available on hbo it's easy if you already got the subscription you just go watch it sweet all right dan you got a book for us here what do you got a book uh a friend uh friend of the show sarah from uh the movie draft fame uh recommended to me a while ago the book called flushed how the plumbers saved civilization and it's sort of a uh you could in one sense describe it as a history of plumbing 
but it's written much more interestingly than that. It's written almost like a frame story where on the outside, the author is trying to solve plumbing problems in his modern-day house, uh, but then he uses that as a vehicle for explaining why certain things exist or how this used to work back in Roman times or in Victorian England. Uh, and there is some really fascinating stuff. It turns out plumbing in Victorian England was not great. Plumbing was better in Rome. Uh, in a lot of ways than it was then. Uh, let's just say windows were uh, used for a very different purpose uh, in Victorian England. Uh, but that was really good. Second pick, uh, if you're looking to go see a movie, uh, I saw Blade Runner. It is, in fact, good. Uh, if you, you should definitely see the first one before you go see this one. I feel like it really adds a lot. Have you seen Blade Runner, Sean? You know, I I have not, and I was really close to watching it this weekend, and instead watched Mad Men again. So, not not a great decision, but uh, but I would <laughs> I know I would like to I would like to see it actually now that now that everyone's getting all excited about the new one. Yeah, it's a beautiful movie. It's just a Ooh, lot of. I fun do like beautiful movies. Yeah, like see, just from like the the promo shots of like the giant holographic woman like staring at at the guy like. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> cool. We'll have to check that out. Flushed, uh, as well as uh, Blade Runner. We'll have the links to all those on the website as well for you folks. But that's going to just about, I think, do it for us this week because uh, we're out of time. Uh, out of time. But you can get more Don't Panic goodness on our website, don'tpanic.io. It's a nice website. You can check it out. It's got the Actually, video. It's got the audio. You can start over watching our podcast from the start beginning. From, it, it, you know, people probably don't <laughs> get the complicated plot and backstory of this show. Go back to episode yeah, one and get caught up now. Yeah, you're going to miss out on the inside jokes. I was going to say, do we have any inside jokes? No. I feel confident I so. in saying no. I don't feel confident in that. If you can figure uh, one out, maybe this will be our inside joke is that we don't have inside jokes. <laughs> I'll think about it and I'll get back to you. Please. I would right. love to see like a top five list of don't panic inside jokes. I don't have the memory for it. So you'll have to let us know. Um, but but listeners, go to don'tpanic.io. Listen to all the episodes. Tell us if you find our inside jokes. Uh, maybe you'll find them funny. Uh, you can get the episodes there. Picks as well. And of course, information on where to subscribe on all the major platforms, including Apple Podcasts and Overcast. Uh, et cetera, et cetera. Video version on YouTube at youtube.com slash don't panic show in HD. You're going to want to check that out. And of course, uh, we do the show live Monday nights, as I mentioned, after 10 p.m. Eastern on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash don't panic show. And you can follow us on Twitter at don't panic show or email us don't panic show at gmail.com. Uh, that's going to do it for us here. Uh, so hopefully we'll see you next time. On behalf of Colby and Dan, this is Sean. Thanks for joining us tonight. Uh, we'll see you next time for more don't panic. <laughs>